Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us, is again, is our producer, Owen. But we also have another person. We do. Us. We do, yeah. Virtually. Extra. Virtually. Yes. Another but, guest. Uh, a little friend from The Rock, if you will. The Rock. The Rock, not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yep. Newfoundland. And Skip of Skip's Shed. Nice. Yeah, Skip from Skip's Shed. So, speaking of Skip Shed, you may have seen us on his Instagram live, Skip Shed, back on July 10th. So, we're going to talk to Skip about the origins of Skip Shed, as well as try some beers from The Rock. All right, and we're back. So, as we've mentioned... Um, we had a Instagram live with Skip Shed a little bit earlier on this month, um, and we kind of went back and forth here. So Skip, we are kind of returning the courtesy of you having us on. Now we're going to have you on um, our producer special. So this producer special is the producer special for Newfoundland. Um, yep. You can cor- correct my language on the proper pronunciation later, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we'll get there in a second. So we kind of went back and forth in messaging. This has been a long time coming to have you on the show. Um, with COVID lockdown restrictions, we weren't able to have everybody in the same space. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we are in the same space today, um, and the only one that's not here is you, but we've got you digitally, and we can see your beautiful, beautiful face. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. We're, we're glad to have you yeah thanks Scott. yes thanks for coming on appreciate it all right so why don't we go and start with a brief introduction of yourself so why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners so my name is skip i'm based out of clarenville uh, newfoundland so it's about two hours away from st john's uh, in between say st john's and corner brook so uh if you go east, you're looking at breweries. You're looking at west, you're going to breweries. So it's a in between for <laughs> win, sure. Win. What, what about north and south? You didn't, are you going to breweries when you go north and south too? Newfoundland, we barely know which way we're going most times. So <laughs> <laughs> Whatever way you're going, there's a brewery. That's what matters. That's the main thing. Nice. So it's been great to, uh, like I said, Newfoundland, we really kind of exploded in the craft beer uh, world over the last five years for sure. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll, we'll kind of get into the craft beer side of things in a bit, but uh, a little bit about yourself. You, you're a big sports guy. I see some sports paraphernalia there. I'm a big Leafs guy. So uh, you guys <laughs> oh, yeah. in, in Ontario, it was uh, definitely interesting to hear you guys banter about sports. Uh, grew up playing sports, coaching, um, pretty much did it all around sports. So definitely a big Leafs fan for sure. Raptors fan. Pretty much anything based in Toronto is my thing. Perfect. Uh, that's all we like to hear. Yeah. Except for the Leafs. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know. But I, you know what? I will not diss the Leafs today. There today. it is. <laughs> what a nice guy. So um, we've got a, a couple of questions we'll, we'll uh, go into, and then we'll open up some beers, and we'll start consuming them, because after all, that's what we do best. Um, I kind of you know, did a little bit of an introduction on that, so I'm going to hand over question set, the number two there for, uh, for Brett. Hey, that's me. Uh, so where did your passion and love of craft beer come from? Was there any influencers, family, friends that kind of got you into the craft beer scene? I'll admit, I didn't get into craft beer until I was probably 23, 24. Uh, Newfoundland, again, it didn't really have much of a craft beer scene until about 2016-ish. Uh, Poor Exton Brewing came on scene. Uh, prior to that, we always had Kitty Bitty. Uh, and again, never really thought of Kitty Bitty as a craft beer. Uh, we just thought of it as a small brewery here in St. John's, Newfoundland. So Eric's Cream Ale was kind of my go-to for a while. 
and then the uh, poor wrestling kind of came on scene. I lived about an hour away from it at the time. So that's when I started trying to get into it and figure out, hey, I like this. I like something more different than Coors Light. So how can we kind of expand on that? So Coors Light was kind of like your uh, your kind of go-to beer originally? Coors Light or Bud Light. Uh, pretty much whatever uh, family had, you know, kick around the house. You, kind of <laughs> you mean, you mean the go. free beers, right? Like whatever was free in the fridge is usually Coors Light yeah. or Bud Light, right? Yeah. It's funny because I, I think that's kind of where I started from as well was with Coors Lights just as my like startup beer, if you will. And then you're joking. The- you didn't start with a double IPA. What is yeah, this? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't start with Coors Light, as you know, yeah. uh, Tyler. Um, but yeah, kind of that same mainstream, like can- Molson Canadian, that sort of thing for sure. Um, so we mentioned that, you know, we appeared on your, on your shed talk on Instagram. So why don't you just let everyone know, uh, let our listeners know what is shed talk? How did it start? And, kind of what are your plans for the future of shed talk so shed talk started it was a branch off from the shed instagram page uh which was just posting about beer i didn't even show my face for the longest time it was just showing different beers uh talking about them talking about what i liked kind of showing different pictures across the province and i had a you know just a small bar set up in the literally my shed just you know 25 feet away from the house nice. so we uh, started into that and larry payton he runs a craft beer page uh craft beer with me so he started doing brewers banter and it was interviews with different breweries home brewers and i was like okay this is really interesting myself and larry got to know each other yep. and you know i asked him i said do you mind if i kind of have a spin-off audio but he goes yeah go ahead so uh, through that, I knew a lot of different, you know, brewery owners and head brewers here in Newfoundland and started, you know, it was big about kind of how do we let people know about, you know, Newfoundland craft beer and, you know, make sure that they're getting the recognition that they deserve, especially with COVID going on. That's, I wanted to make sure that the word was getting out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's somewhat similar to us and starting the podcast. And, um, I mean, we kind of look back when we started this and you were one of our very first followers and uh, reached out to us and we kind of um, became friends through Instagram and and, and building that relationship. And we really appreciate that because it gave us another avenue to watch and listen to somebody else talk about beers and beers that we wouldn't have normally consumed. Um, Now we're fortunate enough to have a friend in Newfoundland to drink and have these beers. So, um, yeah, very similar stories. Well, speaking about these beers, why don't we open up the package that Skip has sent us? So, came in oh, it's an, like it, Christmas time. It is like Christmas <laughs> yes. time. So, always the best time. So, um, Skip, I don't know if you remember what you, you sent us. So, this might be a bit of a surprise to you, too. I was, try- I was looking through the shed and seeing, okay, what's this in the guys? And there's one or two that are remembered, and everything else is not a clue. Well, it, it'll <laughs> nice. be a surprise for you, too. <laughs> That's good. That's All right. Good. So what we're going to do is we're going to have producer Owen. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to read out the beers, and then we're going to have producer Owen decide what we're going to drink. Yeah. So Let's do that. Here we go. We did do a bit of uh, pre-cutting earlier on just in preparation because uh, it was like. still be here cutting it. <laughs> a little small Fort Knox just to get into it, so. Well, we got a note. I don't know if someone wants to take the we note. We do have there. the note. Uh, first beer is from Iron Rock Brewing, and it's uh, Happy Valley, which is a Hef- Hefenweizen. Nice. Uh, producer, I want to be big on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure we're having that one. Now, we did, <laughs> we, we did keep these in the fridge, in the box, so they are yeah, super cool. Chris's wife was actually upset it was taking a broom in the fridge. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was my beer fridge, so yeah. I think it's okay. Um, the next one is from Broomstick or Boomstick Brewing, uh, and it's called Nan's Puddin' Blueberry Ale. 
Okay. We, we've had some blueberry ales Nan's in the past. Nan's Pudding. That's a, be good. that's a good name. All right. Next one is uh, Crooked Feeder Brewing Company. Uh, come on, we gosa. A gosa sour. Big fire Nice. I don't know if we were supposed to be like... That's uh, some good names so far, though. So when we go through these, well, once we get the four picked out, Skip, we'll uh, have you kind of uh, talk a little bit about them if, if, if you can. Uh, next one comes from Split Rock Brewing. Uh, it's called Combines Ale, which is a cream ale. I was thinking that it was made with real combines. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a good conversation to be had for bread on the can on that one. I like that yeah. can. That's nice. All right. This one is from, uh, I believe it's Queedy Vidi uh, Brewing, uh, and it's called Calm Toms, which is a double IPA. Okay. All right. No Coors Lights. That's <laughs> no, good. Not yet. Good. Not yet. <laughs> three, three more. So uh, Landwash Brewery, uh, Cuslet, which is a West Coast IPA. Oh, oh. watch your mic there, big Bang guy. the mic. All right. Oh, there you go, Brad. Ah, I did get one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Dildo Brewing Company, uh, and it's called uh, Pilsen Thank You, which is a German Pilsner. I was really hoping there was going to be a dildo brewing in there. <laughs> I mean, you, how can you <laughs> not, can you not right? right? All right, and the last one is uh, Port Rexton Brewing Company, and it's called uh, Azaka New England IPA. Perfect. So obviously, and you New said England that was IPA. the one that kind of first came up around your area, right? That is in Newfoundland. Like I said, we had Kitty Bitty. It's been around for 25 years. We're celebrating their 25th year anniversary here now uh, across the province. They're doing different uh, specials. And uh, but really, pretty much it was dormant until 2016. Okay. All right. So we've got the first one here. So I'm just going to grab it for a second here. So we are going to do Nan's Pudding. We're going to start off with that Blueberry Ale from Boomstick Brewing Co. So uh, while producer Owen gets his... Uh, act together. He's going to start pouring these poppies. Maybe put up a bit of a sweat, and, may- yeah. and maybe not break a glass. Yeah, if he doesn't break well. a glass, that'd be great. <laughs> so N- Nan's pudding. What do you got for us? So Nan's pudding was is uh, comes from Boomstick uh, Brewing, which is based in Cornerbrook on the west coast of Newfoundland. And Boomstick it came after the audio of the mill. There's a paper, pulp and paper mill in Cornerbrook. So Boomstick is was used in terms of getting the logs down the river in Cornerbrook. So that's what the name came from. And Nan's Pudding it really connects down to the culture here in Newfoundland. Uh, juice dinner or Sunday dinner is a tradition here in the province where, you know, the whole family gets together. They have uh, salt meat and vegetables and, that, and Nan's Pudding is always the big dessert at the end. Nice. nice. Just going through some of the other beers from uh, Boomstick. You know the first one that's called? Wild Baloney. <laughs> what a name. So I'm glad we didn't get that one. <laughs> so, so Nan's Pudding on Untapped has a 174 total check-ins, six this month, um, and a overall of 3.39. Now, looking at this one, we do have one friend who's checked it in. I guess we could who, all, who could that be? I'll imagine who that one is. <laughs> so, Skip, you gave this a 4.5. It's probably my favorite uh, beer from Boomstick, I'll admit. It's, it's oh. one that really has great flavors coming through and a nice uh, crisp aftertaste. Awesome. So the stats for this one, we're looking at 5.7 ABV and a 20 IBU. So so should be uh, a pretty easy drinking beer. Yes. Yeah. It will be. When well, we get one, it. Once <laughs> Owen gets it to us. <laughs> the one thing I will say, though, on our end, though, is we're uh, tasting instead of taster glasses today, we are not using you know the 
proper glassware through right. the, the, the <laughs> Don't worry about making them uh, even, Owen. I think we'll all get our fair yeah. consumption in today. So. I think we'll Thank you, okay. sir. Well, just get Brett's his here, and then we'll dip into it. That, a gentleman the nose, and a scholar. Oh, on the nose, that is that is nice. So it's got oh, a great, yes. great smell. Great blue. And look at the, like, Owen poured this maybe a, a minute and a half ago. This head is thick still. It is, this is a really nice beer, it looks like. Good well, it's good that Owen poured it because we've seen that you've had some issues pouring Pour in the past. It. <laughs> it's well, right. why don't we taste it? For sure. So, Skip, uh, with this um, Boomstick Brewing, you've had them on the Shit Talk before? I have, yeah. It's their head brewer is recently leaving. He's going to Ontario. He's been all over. Uh, from, like I say, he's based out of Cincinnati, but he's worked in Toronto. He's also worked in uh, up north at a brewery in the Yukon as well. Nice. nice. And then what's the uh, distance from uh, basically the shed talk to, to this brewery? Is this something that you could kind of go to frequently? 502 kilometers. <laughs> so, no. so every weekend <laughs> every weekend uh, my in-laws are actually from the same community so that's more partners from so we make uh, so you don't go at all then is that oh you go on frequent trips <laughs> yeah so, okay you, you okay <laughs> they're my in-laws not my in-laws I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, that's say. nice that's yeah. good that's yes. good yes I mean it's a recording so uh, it's nice that this will live on in the internet in perpetuity so you, you probably should say the nice things the, the one thing looking at the uh, flavor profiles like top five flavor profiles from untapped um Blueberry, biscuity, vanilla, lemony, and graham cracker. I'm definitely getting a little bit more lemon out of this one than yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Um, I do like it though. Don't get me wrong. Really. It's also a little bit more bitter than I would have thought with the 20 IBUs. Really? Because I'm not getting that. I think no? it might just be the uh, the blueberry kind of flavoring. Perhaps it might come across as maybe a bit more bitter. I don't know. That I, is a I like beer it. I would like to be on a nice warm patio. I don't know if it's warm in Newfoundland anytime. Um, <laughs> But I no. just drink this probably most of the day. All right, let's get to do a little bit of ratings before we get on to the second one here. So, Brett, do you want to start us off? Yes, I'm going to give this one a 4.25. Uh, again, that lemon just coming in at the end is kind of bringing this down for me, but still yep. a very, very good beer. Make sure you write that down yourself because oh. Owen's going to be too busy pouring. So, All right, and I'm going to give it uh, a 3.75, I think. Yeah. I'm going to be a 4. And... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of flavor profiles we get with the different water being used. I mean, every brewery's got different water, obviously, but I just conceptually think that you guys have better water uh, <laughs> for whatever the reason <laughs> might be. I just think the, the water must be better out there. It's got to be. I would think so. All right. Well, it's interesting do. depending on what yeah. coast you're on. Oh, yeah? Mm. I guess that would make sense, too, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to number two here. Owen, do you have a rating on that one? A four. So we got a four from producer Owen as well. Producer Owen. He's liking it so far. Not sweating yet. Not yet. He has time. Give it, yeah. <laughs> definitely plenty of time. He got plenty that. of time. Don't worry. All right, so this is the second one here, and it is... It is the Iron Rock from Iron Rock, the Happy Valley Hef. Um, it is labeled as 5.6%. They do say it is a strong beer. So uh, a nod to the uh, neighbors five kilometers to the, uh, 500 kilometers to the east. This is a hazy strawberry-colored Weizen beer. Or buyer. You know, English is, my hard, <laughs> it's a, English is very hard. It is. Um, boasts a hefty aroma of banana and cloves with a refreshing felonic finish. And all roads should good, lead to good beer. So I like this road that we're on. So I assume it's going to be a good beer. 
Yeah, so it's a 5.6 ABV and 18 IBU, and we have actually have two friends that have uh, untapped this one. Oh, wow. We've got more than two friends. Let's make that clear, but two <laughs> friends that have actually consumed it. So, Skip, you gave us a 4.5, so you're sending us straight bangers. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing when I said, okay, I want to represent the rock well. I said, I want to really represent the rock well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah, imagine if he just sent us all crap. All teams. <laughs> <laughs> So a little bit about this brewery. What do you got? Do you have any information on that? Yeah. So Iron Rock is actually one of the few breweries in the uh, province I had not visited. Uh, they're based in Labrador. So, again, Newfoundland is split between, you know, we got Newfoundland, you know, The Rock, and then we got Labrador. That's our, you know, the big land, we call it. And so they're the <laughs> only brewery in Labrador. Oh, wow. Oh. So, you'd so have they're to based take in Labrador a... City, uh, mm-hmm. and they're big, you know, an iron town. So that's why Iron Rock is their name. And Happy Valley is actually one of the names of the other city in uh, Labrador. So that's where their name came from for this beer. Nice. So would you have to take a, a ferry over then to Labrador? Or? Uh, yeah. So you yeah. can drive to St. Anthony, which is the northern point in Newfoundland, and get a small ferry over, or you can fly. So I've been to Labrador before for work, but um, in terms of getting to Lab City, I've spent more time on the north coast compared to the west side. Right. All right. All right. So what are you guys thinking about this one? I mean, how's to it, me, it it, it's definitely you know what I would expect out of a, a half or a wheat beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely get that banana flavor, the you know kind of clove uh, that that you mentioned, Brett. So yeah, I mean, I, I would say certainly uh, a typical beer. It's hitting everything that I would expect from a half. I am getting the uh, bubblegum note because uh, the top five flavor profiles: banana, clove, Belgiany, bubblegum, and fruity. I'm definitely getting a little bit of bubblegum at the tail end as well with the banana and the clove. A little bit, now that you say that. See, yeah. whenever I see that in beers or when it's described that way, I kind of have a hard time finding it uh, on my palate. But yeah, I, I think I, I am getting it now that you mention it. Yeah, so I'm also getting the bubblegummy, but the banana, but I'm not a huge fan of like a fake banana flavor. I don't know about you, Skip, but it just, when you get like a huge, strong banana flavor, it kind of takes away from the beer. This does a nice job. It's there, but it's, it does not overpowering. And fun fact, you earned the Hefenista badge, Skip, on uh, tagging this in untapped. And nice. there is no level associated with that. So I don't know if you've had that many hefts before. He just maxed it out. Yeah, is <laughs> that a common, uh, common one for the shed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. His, his, fir- well, sure his first badge of the Hefenista, then. Yeah. yeah. See, so this is the research that we do here over at the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. We dig deep. We find these things. <laughs> Somebody has to. Right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be moving on to the, the third beer here. Did Cri- we want to do ratings? or? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Go ahead. Well, I'll start us off. Um, Please do. So unlike uh, producer Owen, Hef is not my, you know, kind of one of my favorite styles. But like I said, this is kind of what I expect from a Hef. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Yeah. This one for me, um, it's kind of the same as the first one, 4.25. I think it's coming through a lot. Uh, maybe a little bit uh, biscuity to bring down that rating on my end but for sure again right. really good beer so far skip so yeah keep it cutting and well, actually producer one's gonna keep it coming over here so. yeah. <laughs> and for myself um yeah i'm not a huge half guy just for the fact that a lot of them do get that overwhelming banana flavor i'm gonna give this a 4.25 so this nice. is actually one of the better halves that i've had so uh, thank you producer owen always chopping in with his opinion as well always uh can't four. stop him four all right four. A four nice so the next one, Owen's already got the next one in front of us. So it's uh, this one, Skip, is from Port uh, Rexton Brewing Company. 
Uh, and this is the uh, Zaka New England IPA. So I, I really like New England IPAs, so I'm excited to, to taste this one. I'm also su- same. surprised you could say it. Why? That's just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 5.5 ABV, and the IBUs are not listed. Um, wow, no friends have checked this one in. Skip. Oh, you haven't that's had this. That's one thing I'm realizing too. I'm actually checking my own tap. I remember oh, having no. that and a ploy, but haven't. So this is a this is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett. Do you have any information that you want to kind of talk about uh, with the beer? Oh, me. Yeah. yeah oh, you, me. That's me. You're Brett. Yeah. yeah. Oh, am I? <laughs> I hope you. so. Yeah. Uh, so this is featuring a hefty as Azaka edition in the kettle hopback and dry hop, supported by a few Simcoe additions. This brew is low in bitterness, but high in pineapple, nectarine, and strawberry aromas and flavors. Uh, this has a smooth mouthfeel and a soft body, and this New England IPA is super juicy, hazy, and incredibly drinkable. I, I, I gotta say it. I've been described the same way. A smooth mouthfeel and a soft body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say hazy and incredibly drinkable. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, so there's been 464 total check-ins, 11 this month, and overall 3.86. So... Uh, back to you, Skip. What do you got for Port Rexton? So, like I said, Port Rexton is where my uh, craft beer journey began. Uh, I lived in Bonavista for a number of years, so as about an hour away from Bonavista, uh, back towards the Trans-Canada Highway. So I used to stop in um, every now and then, pick up a couple of beer. Uh, two owners, actually, one is from the Bonavista area, and one is actually from uh, the Nova Scotia area, so... They came together. Uh, there are a couple who started, you know what, let's open up a brewery. There's, you know, not many here in the province. And they really started the explosion of craft beer. So it's based in Port Rexton, the community, small town of a couple hundred people. And it was an old schoolhouse. And they turned into a brewery. And they've really kind of been the trailblazers for craft beer in the province. Nice. So we're having basically a, a Newfoundland original, basically. Yeah. Nice. The original. Well, at least from Port Rexton. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and so we see that a lot here in Ontario, too, is a lot of um, like conversions of buildings from old schoolhouses and such. Um, we've seen it actually when we were in Grand Rapids with a church being converted into a brewery. Um, so do you see that a lot out in uh, Newfoundland then? We do. And in, in some cases, we see a lot of warehouses that's been turned into uh, breweries. We also have a... Um, one that was no fire hall. So that's Bannerman nice. uh, Brewing in St. John's. Um, we got an old hardware store. So Boomstick was actually an old, um, it was an old, like say, Dollarama building. Oh, really? <laughs> an old Dollarama. I, I mean, usually Dollarama stock's gone through the roof in the last 10 to 15 years, but that one must not have done well. Well, that was yeah. like when we were at Imperial City. Yep. They, they're in an old grocery store. Yeah. So it, they had a huge space. It's just one of those things. You, the space is there. You might as well use it to make like beer. Oh, more so yeah. than and other pro- things. Probably my favorite place that I'll talk about is uh, Bootleg. They don't have cans, so it was kind of hard to risky to ship for sure. But they're in <laughs> old KFC. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> that is hilarious. I like that. Oh, All right, do uh, we want to get our uh, ratings going here? Yes. Um, we got we got not a whole lot of time. Not a whole lot of time, eh? So myself, uh, wasn't exactly the juice bomb I was expecting or hoping for, but still pretty good. Um going to give it a 3.75. Owen, uh, as he's a little busy, I'll take his rating as well. Uh, he said a 4.25 for him. Nice. Nice. Yeah. For So for this Azaka uh, New England IPA, I agree it's not as juicy as I might have expected from an IPA, but still a good beer. I'm going to give it a 4.0. Nice. 
Perfect. And for myself, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Again, the overall is a 3.86 for this. If we did have that untapped paid version, I probably would have bumped it up a little bit Yeah. Um, between that 7.5 and that 4. But um, Skip, if you can recall, if you've had it, what would your rating have been? I'm pretty sure at the time when I was having it, I was thinking like a 3.5. 3.5 was my thoughts on it. Mm. All right. Perfect. And we are finally getting the last ones delivered to us. And I believe this one is the Gosa. It better be. be. That's right. Give me that can. Give me that can. (laughs) All right. So this is Crooked Feeder Brewing Co. Come on, we Gosa. It's a Gosa Sour. Um, So we'll give a couple seconds for Brett to look up some information on that one. Um, Skip, do you have any information on Crooked Feeder? I do, yeah. So Crooked Feeder, again, another one from the west coast of Newfoundland. So it's based in Cormac, which is an old farm town. And actually, the brewery is located in a sawmill. So it was a family sawmill that uh, was just abandoned for many years. So one of the family members and two of his buddies started brewing beer. And they said, well, let's make a go with this. So they uh, started up a nano brewery and they had two locations. So they have in Cormac, they have their... Uh, tap room, and then in Cornerbrook itself, they have a gastro pub. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Uh, so this one, the Kamon Migosa, is a German style wheat dominant that is mildly tart, has a little addition of sea salt and coriander, and makes a beer smell like an ocean breeze, but with coriander. <laughs> you added that part at the end, right? No, no, yeah. no seriously. It's right, <laughs> oh, it's right yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Right. No, he smelt the coriander. He just knew. Yes. Oh man. So I I agree. This is uh, definitely uh, a little bit less tart than I might expect. Uh, Skip, you have had this one on Untapped. Um, we're looking at a four point two five. And interesting, actually, you had it in a bottle. Oh, I have. Yeah. I've had it both in bottle and in can, and I will say the bottle is a bit more clean and clear, I'll say. Yeah. But again, tough to ship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit more. Risky, at least. On the weight, for sure. Now, you did purchase it at Maria's Mini Mart, so shout out to Triple M, Maria's Mini Mart, getting a shout out. (laughs) They've really been a big assist for the craft beer industry here at Maria's. Uh, They've taken a lot of beer and sold it. Awesome. You like to see that, especially now with in Ontario with our liquor laws opening and stuff and more being able to go to like Circle K's and 7-Elevens to get beer soon. Yeah, in Ontario, Skip, we basically can, it used to be we could only buy beer at a place called the beer store. <laughs> and, that, and now it's in our liquor stores and some grocery stores now. But uh, yeah, certainly not at convenience stores or anything like that. Yeah, so the Goza. I believe this uh, beer style came around in the 16th century, if I do recall correctly. Yeah, I think you were around then, right? <laughs> I think I think that's when it actually came, came about. So it's an old style, right? It's an old style of beer. Um, I had one the other night, and it was just way too salty. This one is... Was it from the 1600s? It, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. yeah, canned, too. Yeah. Yeah, with an aluminum can from the 16th <laughs> century. Um, but this one's nice. Is It's got a good flavor, and it's not it's not overly salty. So like, no, you, you I, get to taste the flavor. I get a little bit of salt on the back end. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sea salt guy, so as soon as I, anytime I see sea salt ghosts, I already know it's probably going to be three, five or lower. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's just my personal preference. Everybody has personal preferences. For I sure. don't like sea salt. Yeah, so total check-ins on this one here, uh, there is 86 at 3.36 overall, right? So, um, yeah, 
Chris, do you want to get us started? Yeah, I'll get us started with our ratings. So um, I definitely like this as a Gosa. I'm going to give it a uh, 4.25. Uh, three. Yeah. That's, that's me, producer Owen, 3.75. All right. And for myself, a four. And to reiterate what Chris said earlier on, Skip, you gave it a 4.25. And there's not a whole lot of interesting uh, badges. You, you got four badges for it. Don't get me wrong. Good badge um, haul. Decent one. Hop down, some 99 bottles, some pucker up, and to go, please. Yes. So there we go. So um, now I want to hear a little bit more about you and yourself. So favorite beer style. What would kind of be your favorite beer style in terms of what you like? I reckon off after having the Kamama Goza. Gozas are actually one of my go-tos for sure. Oh. You got a nice place in Tyler's heart then. <laughs> now, do you like something that's uh, like more fruited style? Like sours in general or just like... Sours and keeves are awesome. Why, if I see a nice keeve or a nice sour, that's definitely uh, being picked up for sure. Nice. Now, we're going to put you on the spot a little bit here. And we don't want to kind of uh, hurt Shed Talk a little bit. But what would your favorite brewery in Newfoundland be? Favorite one for Newfoundland breweries, I got to go with Rough Waters Brewing uh, in Deer Lake. Okay. And then do you have one for Ontario? Ontario is probably from about, it was two years ago, actually, right before I guess, COVID locked us all down. I was in Waterloo Kitchener area and going to Block 3. Nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah, we're yeah, familiar with that. I was going to say, it's yeah. not too far from us. I, say, I still have a few Block 3s in the fridge. Big brewery. Big, yeah. big brewery here. Good. And then do you have a favorite international brewery by any chance? Uh, we're getting talked about COVID. We had a big Vegas trip planned for March of 2020. Uh, again, it was going to be a big time. It was our partner's uh, birthday. We were going to go see a concert, go to a bunch of breweries, and we, we all we know didn't how get that, that invite. We didn't. Did it, you guys no, get? No, I didn't get. The we invite. didn't get that yeah. invite. Yeah. It was in the in the box too. That oh, was in the oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what the note was, right? Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we had a few breweries there we were hoping to check out there. Uh, Sin City Brewing was one I was really looking forward to, but um, obviously COVID decided uh, not today. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's ruined a lot of our plans, no, no, no doubt for sure. Uh, so in terms of actual individual beers, do you have a favorite beer from Newfoundland? Favorite beer that Newfoundland's produced? Um, I had to go with Bootleg Brewing in Cornerbrook again. They had a strawberry milkshake sour that oh came out of that <laughs> the way to my heart right there yeah. that lovely. was delicious yeah so guys that's probably was my go-to beer uh for the reason like i said the lactose came in solid nice little fruity taste sour kick for sure nice. awesome that sounds amazing what about uh favorite beer from ontario from any ontario brewery yeah, probably my favorite one was Robin Sparkles. So it was, uh, it was Storm State Brewing in uh, London. I had nice. them on episode a while back, and the name caught me. I'm a big Hellmere Mother fan. So the name jumped at me, and then I taste us. This is delicious. Let's go to the mall, right? No, nobody got no. my helmet, helmet, your mother reference there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, storm stayed. Storm stayed. We've got a, a bit of a backstory on them sometime, but we'll talk offline about that one. Skip. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Storm stayed is like we could walk there in probably twenty minutes from where we are right now. But, but we've we've kind of sworn them off unless yeah. unless they came knocking on our doors. <laughs> but, uh, and then in terms of international beers, uh, I don't know how how many you've tried in terms of craft beers, but did you have a favorite international beer? I haven't had too many international beers. I'm, I'm looking through Untapped now to see kind of what I've had because I know you can check it on Untapped 
for based on country as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm here looking and seeing kind of anything that's really popped out to me for sure. And uh, I've had a few, but nothing that really kind of sparks out. I know, like, you know, I grew up with a father who's a big uh, Guinness fan, so there's been lots nice. of Guinness drank in the yep. house over the years. For sure. But um, I got to say, in terms of international beers, uh, I haven't had too much exposure. Yeah, I didn't know if uh, there'd be a lot of like imports to the rock, essentially, right? Like, I right. don't know what that looks like. So here in Ontario, we do get a fair amount of imports coming our way. Yep. So it, it is a little bit easier to have international beers. Um, and you might have heard, but I did go to Asia. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> did have some beer in so Asia. So there, yeah. there are like different experiences, and being obviously a little bit closer to the border too, it, it does help. Just for a hop, skip, and a jump. Um, Chris and I went to Windsor for for undergrad, so it's right on the Detroit border. So yeah. I mean, there there was opportunities for us to yep, have international sure. beers. So I don't know what the scene looks like for international uh, beers out your way, but it might not be a lot. It's not a whole lot. Like I said, the uh, NLCs here, so that's the Newfoundland Liquor Corporation, they do bring in a scattered one here and there. In terms of craft beer, I wouldn't really be able to say if it's, I guess, a craft or more of a kind of macro brewing scene, we'll say. Awesome. All right. Well, Skip, this was awesome. That's we great. really enjoyed the beers that you sent us. We really appreciate you sending them to us. Uh, and we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us today. And thanks for having us on your Shed Talk as well. Yeah, appreciate that. Yes, it was great, uh, great time. All right, we're going to be right back with our farewell. And that's all for today's third episode in the provincial series of our producer specials. We just completed Newfoundland. There you go. We got three checked off. What's that? Seven more to go? Well, yeah. not including... Ont- we were already on lots of Ontario. What about the territories, it? man? We got to hit oh, the territories. Yeah. We got to hit the territories. Very true. Well, thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials. Remember, everybody, to drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Owen, but wait, there's more. Huge thanks to Skip for the beer swap and being a guest on today's podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.